this. I'm not on drugs. I'm not drunk. It's Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thanks to everyone who was out yesterday at Buffalo Wings and Rings. We saw the Baldwin Shop guys, Chris and Brad out there. We, we met Corey and Lincoln for the first time. That was awesome to see those guys. Thanks, guys. And a lot for of coming. other listeners stopped by, but it was good to good to put some faces to names. Oh, Big Frank to, too. We saw by the Big way. Frank. Yeah, we yeah. saw Big Frank. Big out Frank there. and his friend Bill. Uh, Big Frank listens closely, and Big Frank, by the way, Jake came down hard on the side of you give me too much guff well guff i think that was the minority yeah i know i told big frank poll. That. so shout out to big frank shout out to Corey. shout out to the baldwin shop guys great to scott it was great to see those guys man i was telling those guys we could talk about nebraska football <laughs> and stuff literally all afternoon i'm sure you could they have good questions Brad's on Twitter all the time. Yeah, he is. And he knows everything. He knows a lot. Chris is old school like me, so we we have a lot of commonalities. Corey's a I was going to I just about blew his cover and Yeah, don't say his last name. Wow, how about Yeah. He's a, Me and Corey have a lot of Columbus, Columbus background. Man. Yeah, we have a lot of Columbus background. He lived in the neighborhood of Oh, like Columbus Scotus and over by uh, Agricultural Park where I used to work. And I used to go to, I, I went to church at St. Bonds right in his neighborhood um, when I did go to church. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I just go in and grab the program and then go to Leave. the Lark Bar um, and play. Uh, I was there. <laughs> hey, Mom, here's the program. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Rebel over here. Yeah, I went to the Lark Bar and played. What is that video game oh, back in the boy. day where where the little guy goes around and chews up dots? What is what was? Oh, it? Pac-Man. Yeah, Pac-Man. They had a Pac-Man at the Chews Lark up Bar. Dots. <laughs> I've never heard it described as that. <laughs> but that's what you're doing. Oh, I got. I knew yeah. you were going for you're chewing Pac-Man. up dots. You got it, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Um, How often do you refer to Pac-Man in your life anymore? Not Once every ten years, never. right? Never. Yeah, we got to call. It, give me, give me one minute, Greg. Greg. Yeah, hold give me on. one minute. I want to oh read these God. responses. Hey, and I'm sure, Greg has thoughts on this. Greg, thing. just hold on a second. Yes, uh, Greg and Myrtle Beach is on the on the line. We'll get to him in one second. But I want to read these comments quickly from uh, Robin Washit yesterday after the news of Matt Abdomasi departing from Nebraska's basketball staff. Okay, and these are comments from whom? Uh, Nebraska's commits for the upcoming recruiting class, like okay. Blaze Keita, Ramel Lloyd Jr., Jamarcus Lawrence, and Denim Dawson. Okay, I need to hear these. Which, by the way, that class currently is 27th in the nation per rivals. Okay. So this is the question. Husker Online reached out to the four signees to get their immediate reaction to the news with the question, does the news of Matt Abdomasi's departure change anything with your commitment to Nebraska? Here's okay. the responses. Blaze Keita says... I don't know yet. Maybe I'm still going there. I feel bad for him, but I still talk to him. Huh. That would not be a great that's not quote great. for Nebraska there. Now that's to get him. that's immediate. That's immediate reaction. Right. So we'll see what it, what happens it, after Fred talks. Plays key to the four star from Coffeeville, Kansas. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ramel Lloyd Jr. Regarding uh, the question again is: Does the departure change anything with your commitment to Nebraska? 
Ramel Lloyd says processing it all right now. That's actually his his dad said that. Okay. That's Ramel Lloyd Sr. Yep. Okay. Jamarcus Lawrence says no serve. Doesn't change anything. He's coming in Nebraska. He's a three star from Roselle Catholic in Plainfield, New Jersey. Okay. And Denim Dawson says no, his absence won't affect me leaving the program. He's already here. Yep. Denim Dawson was here and he he's been on the with the club, with the program since December. So, yeah, Denim Dawson and Jamarcus Lawrence are both solid. We'll see what Blaze Keita and Ramel Lloyd. Oh, Lord that's do. big. Those are the big ones. Yeah, those, those are oh, big Oh, God. See, that's ones. the thing. I mean, that's... Uh, when you have a change in recruiting, it, I mean, and it's a your bridge coordinator is kind of... It's a bridge here, Jake. Well, with that being said, we have a guy who knows a lot about recruiting and is a you know, big fan of Nebraska basketball. Greg in Myrtle Beach is on the phone. Good morning, Greg. Welcome into Early Break. Good morning, gentlemen. Greg, you see the shirt I got on by any chance? It's of a yellow hue, and you sent it to me. Thank you. Has a little ketchup well, Tim, on it. That was, yeah, there were that. You, you think that's unselfish, but that, there were ulterior motives there, my man. Also, you know, I figure if you guys wear that sexy South Carolina swag, two things are going to happen: our tourism numbers are going to skyrocket. <laughs> what do you is, think? Uh, obvious, and then I'm an assist man, Sip. So yeah. when Trixie, Trixie, and Sweet Elizabeth see you boys wearing that stuff, they're not going to be able to keep their hands off you. I'm going to get two assists, and you both get lucky. Thank you, thank you for any help you can render in that regard. Yeah, you're welcome, Sip. Okay. Hey, um, boy, uh, I don't care what these kids are telling the press guys. You got a problem. Uh oh. Uh, it, it's, Howard Garfinkel used to tell me basketball's like church. Many attend, but few understand. And this is exactly this. That's yeah, beautiful. And, That's beautiful. Yeah, Garf, Garf was Garf was literal. Bless his soul. Garf was literally buried in his national championship ring that Coach K had made for him because he that. But anyway, long story short, you got a problem with two kids in your class and this is just typical this just is, is a perfect example of the incompetence in nebraska athletics so let's look at it okay, okay. step back from this thing right, okay yeah. now I, what you just did you've you, you mentioned earlier that maddie didn't coach on the floor right now he's in practice right so maddie, maddie's not coaching right okay maddie maddie is getting you the ingredients but you can't put them together and, and make a nice meal out of. Mm-hmm. So what you basically just done is Fred's just basically fired himself because you fired the only guy on your staff who's done his job. Hmm. Think about it. You just fired the only guy who's done his job, mm-hmm. and you're going to lose. You're going to lose two of these kids in your recruiting class, and that was that was one of the only ways to fix it. Okay, mm-hmm. so. I don't know. You have to have you have to have a scapegoat, and long term, one of the keys to turning the program was Omaha Blue. That's going to cost you a lot with Maddie. So I ask you a question: Do you think you're going to put Armand Gates, who's got nobody, Doc, or Fred in a living room and get a top twenty player over, oh, say, a coach like Roy Williams or Leonard Hamilton? Well, Lenzer's in that conversation too. You got you got to put him in there. Doc yeah, doesn't recruit. Sure. Doc's not Lenzer, allowed to. Lenzer's the Lenzer's the, the development guy. But yeah. either way, mm-hmm. my point is that's what Maddie did. Matt went in the living room, 
for a program that has absolutely no history, and he closed McGowan's over Roy. Roy, Roy, I've known Roy since he was a high school coach. Roy absolutely loved Bryce McGowan's, and Bryce is perfect for their system. Perfect for it, because he's a runner, he's a sprinter, he's a colt, and that's what they do. But no, Matty keeps the kid in the boat for you and gets you the highest draft pick you'll ever get since I sent you Vincent Hamilton. Okay, oh, so job. now, job so on now, that one, now where way. are you? You just fired the only guy who can do his job. And, and I would think long-term for the program, if you gave me my choice, if I'm the athletic director, long-term, I would rather have Matt Abdelmasi on my staff after I fired Fred Hoyberg because that's how important recruiting is. You're in a talent business. This is talent acquisition and development. And the beauty of a, of a guy like Matt Abdelmasi, Sip and Jake, is if you keep him with this NIL program that you supposedly have in place that's better than anybody else's, then that just puts Matt on steroids. Because Matt with a round ball is like Mickey Joseph in football. It's Matt, Fred has not done the job any more than Frost has done the job. They both should have been fired. Well, Greg, but it would have been much more, much more important and, and much more beneficial to Nebraska athletics to keep Matt Abdelmasi and Mickey Joseph if you make a change. Craig, because hold on. those guys are gold. Hold on, Greg. Gold. All due respect, and you know I respect your basketball knowledge at a high level, but the, the one thing we're leaving out in this conversation, when you say Matt's doing his job, I, then I look at Fred's record and say 9-50 and 50 in the Big Ten. Who's doing their job? I mean, what? who is doing their job? Matt's doing his job. They're well, nine and fifty. That's what I'm looking at in the Big Ten. Nine and so, fifty. Yeah, yes. I, I understand your point completely. Mm-hmm. If Matt was a floor coach and Matt was putting the ingredients, if he's the chef, everything you just said makes perfect sense, and he should have been gone before. Mm-hmm. Matt doesn't. Matt doesn't coach your big kids. He is not responsible for the fact that Andre has not developed. Mm-hmm. He's not responsible for the fact that your defensive transition game sucks. Mm-hmm. He's okay. not he's, he's he's not responsible for that. Matt is your Matt is one of your guys and, and here's another question, Sip. You constant you guys constantly mention that Matt Abdelmasi is the only recruiter. Mm-hmm. Do you think Matt I've asked him, do you think Matt insisted on that? Do you think Matt said, Hey Fred, I gotta be the only person recruiting? If Matt's the only person recruiting, that's Fred's fault. If you don't have Doc and you don't have Armand on the road and you don't have them signing kids, that's not Matt's fault. You you phone the cook. This makes no logical – if you had one – it's totally and completely illogical, and most importantly, it proves to me how little Trev does know about basketball. Because if you talk to people in the circle, they can't believe – well, they can't believe it because Nebraska is a story – a, a, a story of incompetence, and this just proves it. <laughs> I got it just you. Proves- now, now the other question I'd ask you, Greg, and, and I'm asking, we're having a conversation. Could have, could have, could Fred Hoiberg have presented to the fan base a plan that included Abdul Masi, given their record together? I mean, I just don't. It, well, it would have been a hard sell. It would have been a hard sell, Greg. Yeah, you're just you're blaming you're blaming the wrong person. You've made a scat you've made a scapegoat out of Matt. If you tell Matt what he what he what you want, he can he could have gone and gotten it for you better than anybody else. Okay. So now I, that Matt, I understand so, that. And, and if you talk if you talk about fixing it, mm-hmm. and and you're you're talking about some of the players coming in, Keita, uh, 
Well, now what's going to happen? You think you're going to still get Keita? Well, I don't know. You might be talking to different people than I am, but I worked the phones this morning. Mm -hmm. You got real problems. You got real problems with Lloyd Jr. Mm -hmm. and you got real problems with Keita because there's a whole lot of people who are going to be blowing up those phones if they already are. Yeah, that's trouble. That's trouble. It's a relationship. It's a recruiting. It's a relationship business. And your relationships with these players was through Matt, who was an elite national level recruiter, not dark, uh, not doc. And what's our mind gates guy? No. Well, so send them out. So now send these. Hey, you send these cats out on the road. No. And then we'll see what you get. Well, back. don't you think though, Greg, that, that what Fred is doing now is going to get another recruiter. I mean, they, he has to replace Abdel Masi. I would think it's gotta be with a national type recruiter, right? Uh, you, you, he's betting his job on it. Yeah. Are you looking at the cat? Are you looking at the calendar? Are you looking at the look at the calendar and look at this at the, and look at the evaluation period and look where we are? Most of these kids have known Matt for years. Yeah, true. And if you need, it, you, you just basically said it's just a typical Nebraska error, and that's why every year you get look. You can't. You talk about crazy. Mm-hmm. My God, mm-hmm. you're light years behind it. It seems you're like just it. light years behind. Yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, Greg, I would, I would definitely agree with you. You, what you've presented is a Nebraska mess, and it does feel like that. It's it just feels like a, it feels untenable almost to me. Yeah, and keep in mind that they have a higher winning winning percentage than Frost does. Has Frost beaten Wisconsin? No. Has Frost beaten anybody in the no. top 20? No. So the whole program is a disaster. And I hate to say that. And we, we do everything we can to help. But it's, it's, you, you got to help. You can only help those that help themselves. And this move just proves the incompetence at all levels because you've literally just fired the only guy who has relationships with these kids mm-hmm. who – Who's proven? Who's proven that he can do his job? And by the way, Bryce right now does not project as a first round draft pick. He projects as a second round draft pick, and that's from all my NBA. Okay. 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 All right, Greg. 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 Wonderful. Great conversation. Thank you. Great conversation. We appreciate that. We really do. All right. There you go. Have a great weekend. All right. right, God bless you, Greg and Myrtle Beach. Hmm. Wonderful stuff. Now. The wild card in this, thank you, Greg, is what Fred has as an alternative plan. Now, I presented this, I used the word untenable. Maybe Fred would say, it's not untenable. I got a guy to replace Abdomasi. I got a guy who's hooked into some guys. Don't worry, this is not un- untenable. It could be, it could be that Fred has this plan. Well, as Greg said, you better hope so. You yeah. better hope he's got a plan because yeah. this is your yeah, this is your guy that, that had the connections that got you Bryce McGowan's. There's okay. no doubt about that. I mean, Abdomasi might have had some flaws, but yeah, he got you. He did get you guys that were very talented. I it didn't work out in terms of the gelling, but is that on him or is that on Voidberg? <laughs> who's who's at fault for that? No, I don't think Fred's in a situation where he could go to Trev and say, "Now look, I'm restructuring. I'm going to need a few years." No, <laughs> you don't. You know. I don't think that that can happen. I maybe it can. Um, that's. That's sort of the Nebraska way in basketball, it seems like. It Don't is. really have to do anything. Sad. It's really sad. Saddens me. That's where we're at, though. But what if, what if that's what what Fred is – that's what he's thinking right now is, well, I got, I'm restructuring, so I'm going to need a few years. 
at nine and fifty after three. Good luck getting people showing up. I mean, they'll, well, they'll I show know. up. They'll show but up. How long will they show up for? If you're gonna if you're gonna be worse than last year? Possibly. Well, you don't know that. They, it's gonna be hard. You, you, you Jake, it is gonna 20. be hard to be worse. Is it? You yeah. lost Bryce McGowan's. He was a five star, a third team All Big Ten player, the newcomer of the year in the conference. They is, were is it four be, and sixteen in the Big Ten. Is it going to be hard to be worse than last year? Really? Yes, it is going to be hard to be worse. How do you? I mean, you're looking at two and eighteen. They're losing a lot of talent. Are they bringing bringing a lot of talent in? That's a tricky discussion. That's a trick. Unless you I find wonder. some guys that, that really want to be here. <laughs> now, now think about. Can you please think about what you're saying? They're losing a lot of talent. Then what are you saying about Fred's coaching job? It's been a disaster is what I'm saying. Because if he had the talent and he went 4-16 and 16 with it. Winning the last three games to get there. Right. Oh, by the way. Then what are we talking about at that point? So this was a 1-16 and 16 program. And remember the preseason conversation. Oh, man, this team's got talent. They, they were Boy, there's a, guy a lot 10 talent. seed in the dance by somebody. Yeah. They, this cats. team's got a lot of talent. So what are we talking about at this point? There's a lot of – there's way more questions than answers at this point. Yeah. Let's play the game. So give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. There is a big movie out right now in theaters. It is The Batman. So how about some Batman movie trivia? I can't wait to see how Sip does in this. Never seen a Batman movie. <laughs> well, you might know some actors, though, at least. Okay. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, "Shut up, simple!" <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, simple. Call now to play. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Jeez, you say Batman, the lions get flooded when you say that. Look at the lions are jacked for today's trivia. Batman I, movies, which you've I've never heard seen. That, you, one. Know that, but you know that Batman movie's three hours long? Did I just blow the question? No. Okay. No, that's not. It's three hours. It's good. It's good. That's a big commitment. Well, if you like Batman, then it's probably worth it then. I've heard, I've heard a lot about this movie. Rob, how do you feel about Batman movies? Oh, not too bad. Okay, well, okay, Rob, doesn't feel good not at good, all. Not bad. Okay, Rob, I will tell you this. I have never seen a Batman movie. Advantage, <laughs> I feel a Rob. Better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rob, let's see if you can take down the man who has never seen Batman before, any of them. None of them. Here's Zero. your uh, first question, Rob. What is the name of the villain in the 2012 Batman movie, The Dark Knight Rises? Um, is that Bane? Bane. The Bane. Bane is the correct answer. As it, as in, you are the Bane of my existence. That's right. That's exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. That's right. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Okay. Good job, so Rob. Let's see Good if you get any of these questions right. Good job, Rob. Well, you get to question two is the big oh, question. Okay. All right, Sip. I, you might have a chance here. All right. What actor played Batman in the 1997 movie Batman and Robin? <laughs> Why would you think I'd get that? Um, I'll say um, Michael Keaton. Is that a good guess? It's not correct, but it's a fine guess. Did he ever play Batman? I'm not going to say yes or no to that okay. question. Uh, Rob, do you want that one or not? No, I'm not sure about it. I, I would think it's Keaton, too. I can't. 
I can't remember who that it was. would be. Uh, George Clooney played wow. in that one. 1997. Oh, yeah. Also, Arnold Schwarzenegger played Doctor Freeze in that one. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Man, right. I didn't know the Batman movies went back that far. They they do. Uh, okay, for the win, Rob, your last question. What actor played Batman in the 1989 movie Batman and the 1992 movie Batman Returns? I'm going to go with Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sip was a question too early. That was Michael Keaton there. So hey, I, I commend you for at least knowing that name with yeah, Batman. Sip. Total train wreck. No, not, not at all. Rob, congrats. We'll get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and call in down the road. Awesome. My daughter loves uh, loves the bagels from Bagels and Joe there. I know if she was with me right now, she'd say, shut up, Zip. Yes, no. <laughs> Great tag out, thank Rob. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, Congrats. thank you for speaking up for your Thanks. daughter. Yeah, good job. Great job. You want, a, you want a chance at the last question? Sure. Sure. What actor played Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy from 05 to 2012? I, I don't know. It's a, I can see the guy. Come on, you can get one. I can see him. Young guy, right? Um, I can tell you his name. It's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome it's a man. A it's a male. Um, uh, I, uh-uh, I can't. Christian Bale. Chris. Oh, I. Yeah, I did not know that. That's not who I was thinking about. Who are you thinking about? I don't. I can't say the guy's name. Okay. That's. I wasn't thinking about Christian Bale. Okay. Who else has played it? Uh, a younger yeah, guy. Yeah. There's uh, Val Kilmer. Nope. Keep going. Christian. Well, I'm trying to think who's playing him. Right. I don't even know who's playing him. In this. It's not Christian Bale in this movie. No. that Came out. It's a it's an actor I haven't heard of. Now I've heard a lot about this movie. It's three hours long. Oh, the current one, yeah, yeah. The current movie's three hours long. I never heard of this guy either. I looked this up. It's a day. very the screen you'll notice is going to be dark. It's very they keep it very dark. Rob Robert Pattinson's this guy's name. I've yeah, never, never heard, heard of him it. before. Never heard of him. Zoe Kravitz, your girl, is in this. Yeah, H O triple T. Um, the. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I said it. No shame. Well, I mean, come on. So yeah, I, I'm thinking about. I'd think about going to this one. You would not. Sure, I would. For a guy who's never seen, it, you want to go to a three-hour movie? I heard, really? I heard El Kent. No Wolg- chance. Hold on. I heard El Kent Wolgamon of the Lincoln Journal Star do a great review, and it was enticing. It it got me got my. He attention. gave good reviews of on, on it. Yeah. Well, he the way he described the film to me. To, or in this review was interesting to me. It, it captured my interest. Yeah, I would definitely consider seeing it. But the three-hour thing, man. That's why I said there's no chance. Okay, oh. Harrison's back on the grease board. Harrison said it was an okay film. He gives it a 6.4 out of 10. Very definitive, 6.4. I, love it. I just love it. Just love the two-word <laughs> answers. Okay, film. 6.4. Okay, film. <laughs> All right, we might t- – hey – Harrison, be ready. I want. I might want to ask you a few questions about. It, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll bring. Don't in, yawn when I when I ask you a question either. We'll bring in DP for the spillover next on early break on the ticket. <laughs>